0: Hello and welcome to the first episode. Hello and welcome to the first. Of course, of course it happened. Hello everyone and it's the first episode. I managed to release a trailer a few days back and all of you, all of you, six of you, who heard it were damn kind and were like, hey, by the way, when's the first episode dropping by? And so the quest for content began. And I'm like, I'm going to be perfect. I'm going to make the greatest podcast ever in the history of podcasts. And all it led to was me getting more and more exhausted and overwhelmed. And like anything healthy, I decided to drown my despair, binge watching and binge eating. So I'm sitting over there in the middle of the night having Maggie and watching Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And you all know the part wherein these guys, Harry, Ron and Hermione, they fall onto the devil's snare. It's a tree that tries to strangle you. The interesting part is, the genius of J.K. Rowling appears over here, is that the tree is such, that the more you try to escape it, due to fear, the more it strangles you. So you can only escape it if you are still. And it may appear to others, that you are insane not to panic, But that's the only way out. And me being me. With my obsession with epiphanies. I had one. The devil's snare. Is kind of like overthinking. The more you panic. The more you drown in this emotional sinkholes. And this fear. And this assumption just becomes your reality. And that's what we're here to talk about. This is the silent epiphany and we are going to talk about overthinking emotional sinkholes and what's wrong with idealism So, what are these emotional sinkholes? Well, what I call an emotional sinkhole is the feeling you usually get when you're overthinking too much. But more fundamentally, it needs a trigger. Let's say the trigger is an event, an experience or something that was never a part of your plan, but it just occurs, and you haven't planned the response for it of course, but the shock? It triggers a string of negativity and self-depreciating thoughts and assumptions, which are mostly false. But we keep spiraling downwards and downwards in our own pool of created assumptions of our own self. These emotional sinkholes, they're pretty real. They're dangerous to our productivity, a sense of self, a sense of the world. Let's take a moment and think of these triggers. Got it? Just keep them in your mind and try relating whatever I say next to it. You might think If they are so dangerous, can they be fought off? Well, I believe, and I may be wrong at this, but it's quite related to our obsession with idealism. We are obsessed with the idea to reach an ideal. Our need to stand out. It has pretty much dictated everything around us. Right from childhood, the whole idea of creating the perfect kid is just exhausting, not only for the kid, but for the parent as well. If any parents are listening to this, you know that you weren't the perfect child when you were a kid as well. They know that creating the perfect child is impossible. And everyone knows this, yet most of them are trying to create the perfect kid. It's a paradox. Also, in general, when you penalize something, it's a comment that it's criminal and therefore ideally should never take place. As kids, Our mistakes are penalized so much that as an adult, you are just afraid to make mistakes, to fail, to take risks, you are compelled to play safe. As adults, we are all afraid to fail, and yet we penalize if someone does fail, but what we don't realize is, now this is something what Jim Carrey once said in a commencement speech, you may fail at what you don't love, so you might as well do what you actually like doing The probability of you failing at your safe job is so high that the fear of failing at what you love is just stupid. Our perception of idealism has to change. We view idealism as a goal when it always was just a reference point, a guiding tool, probably very very redundant and most definitely specific to the era that it was coined in. Not making a general statement over here, but Women were perceived to be ideal as a society depending upon the amount of sacrifices she makes. So, if you're a wife, sati was an acceptable tradition for 2,000 years. Not now. Because we question this redundant ideal by thinking rationally, looking at the nuance. If you're a mother, sacrificing a job is still considered to be a necessity. It date in so many households, Women eat after everyone is done eating. This is the kind of idealism that may limit our chances of escaping these emotional sinkholes drastically. But at the same time, you may ask, considering that if you didn't skip to another podcast, that what should we do? I have just given you two conflicting opinions. Well, I'll just say that we need to subject our idealism to rationality. We need to ask questions, we need to listen to both the sides and curate our own exclusive way forward. Emotional sinkholes are triggered usually when something in our idealism is proven wrong. Like if your idealism is this particular relationship was meant to last, but then but a the breakup happens, you didn't plan for it, and now you're like how did this happen, well he or she was ideal Therefore, there must be something wrong in me, the way I look, the way I dress, the way I talk, and boom, a sinkhole has been created. And every time someone comments on the way you look, the way you talk, the sinkhole is just triggered and you enter a sinkhole of totally false beliefs. But what we don't realize immediately is that we have an obsessive need to view things as reason and result. Every result has to have one and only one reason according to us. But that's not true, nuances exist and we need to look for them. The breakup wasn't a comment on your looks. The failed interview, the failed startup, the failed exam wasn't necessarily a comment on you. We need to stop viewing things as dual, think of the nuance and you will find multiple conflicting opinions. Take time, think throughout and that's when a small epiphany may arise. If it doesn't, well then restart, ask for help, go talk to your friend, get rid of the toxic ones, ask if you are the toxic one, take a break, have a drink, trust and be patient. Is that overthinking? Maybe. Is it bad? No. Is it a long, difficult, exhausting and overwhelming process of viewing the world? filled with socially controversial opinions you may have for your whole life because you know you're looking at the side of the coin no one else ever has yep just like the process of abolishing sati was